One's a movie buff. One watches movies just enough. Together, fun will be had by all. This is Nadine Canadian at the Movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Nady and Katie at the Movies. I'm your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nady, of course. And I know on all our social media posts, I advertised that I would not be alone in this episode. Obviously, Katie did not want to see the movie I'm about to review. And so I went to go see it with my niece, Sarah. And we had planned on her being on the show and recording with me. But something came up, and so unfortunately, she will not be joining me on this episode. But she did record a quick reaction video on our social media, so you can look at that and see what her thoughts were about this movie. And that movie is The Nun 2. So this episode will just be me reviewing The Nun 2. This movie is the newest movie in the Conjuring franchise. And before I get into my thoughts, I got to go over. The Synopsis, 1956, France. A priest is murdered. An evil is spreading. The sequel to the worldwide smash hit follows Sister Irene as she once again comes face to face with Valak, the demon nun. The Nun 2 stars Thaisa Farmiga, Jonas Bloke, and Storm Reed. Now, Thaisa Farmiga is the relative of the actress who plays the main character's wife in the Conjuring films. I always thought that they were mother and daughter, but I don't believe that's true. But they look almost exactly alike. And so I always was wondering, is this character, Sister Irene, related to the main character? Well, this film kind of confirms that. So let's go right into my likes and dislikes of this movie. Like number one, I think the people in these films do a good job at bringing these movies into realism. If you know me and Katie, we are Christians. And so the whole demon aspect we believe is 100% real. And so that's why these movies, even more so than other traditional horror films, are much more creepy than, you know, say your Halloween and, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Because these are based in something that is real. And so that's what brings this the fear and the scariness of the Conjuring movies. But I think every single, like I said, every single person acts really well. They do really well with their characters. They deliver the lines pretty well for the most part. There were a few lines that, felt kind of cheesy and I'll kind of get into that with my dislikes portion of this film but overall I think the acting is just really really well done and it really lets you believe that they believe what is happening in the film now going off the belief system that's my second like of this film and majority of the conjuring movies I really think it's interesting that they really do tie into the religious connection of what's going on in these films. If you watch the first nun movie, the, the solution was dousing the, the demon in the blood of Christ. And so that's basically what defeats 
this demon. And that's kind of what happens. Not kind of. That's what happens in this film, too. And so I guess that'll get right into my first dislike. They go after this artifact that is supposedly the eyes of this saint, Saint Lucy, saint of the blind. And so they think that if they find this container that contains her eyes, that they will be able to defeat this demon once again. And so they do find it. But to me, it just came off as pointless because it doesn't really do anything. It like stops Valak for like two seconds. And then Valak ends up getting this relic, which doesn't really do anything when they get it. And it just come to find out it's only the blood of Christ that will defeat the demon again. And so I felt like that kind of side story was kind of pointless. I say kind of because it does say that the descendants of St. Lucy can't get burned and can't um, are the only ones who can defeat this demon. And so that goes into his sister, Irene, a relative to the modern day character. That's kind of how they tie in that, that basically they're all descendants of this saint. So I guess that was the point of having that in there. But to me, it just felt like they could have explained that in another way. Uh, Another kind of pointless thing about this movie is that there is a character played by Storm Reid. She's a fantastic actress. She does a good job in this movie. I'm not saying she does a bad job performing or anything like that. She does deliver one of those lines, as I said before, that came off as kind of cheesy. But overall, I felt her character was kind of pointless. She's kind of the rebel nun at the beginning of the movie, and she runs off with Sister Irene to help her with this demon problem. And when she gets on the train, she's like, you need me to go with you. And I'm just sitting there thinking, why? Why does she need you? to go with her. You don't believe in what's going on really. And and that's kind of like her arc in the film is before she doesn't really believe in miracles. And then by the end of the film, she does. And she delivers a really cheesy line where something happens to sister Irene. And, you know, she turns to her and says, that was a miracle. And that's exactly how she says it. So I thought kind of felt her character was pointless. She didn't. I mean, she prays with Sister Irene at the end and turns the wine to Christ's blood, and that's how they defeat the. Yeah, it's yeah. I I I just felt like her character didn't need to be there. She basically was the Sister Irene of this film. You know, in the first nun movie, Sister Irene goes with a priest. Well, in this one, Sister Irene, because of her experience, is kind of like the priest character, and. Storm Reed's character is kind of like Sister Irene in the first one. But yeah, her character was kind of pointless. So I thought that was kind of like a dislike for me. And the biggest dislike wasn't really something that made me dislike the film. I just thought it was really dumb looking. So there's a part, the, the whole, one of the side stories is there's this stained glass window in this chapel that has a goat on it and the goat's supposed to represent you know the devil and there's a moment where they're looking at the stained glass and then they look back and then they look at it again and the goat is gone on the window well my niece turns to me and says if there's a goat i will start cracking up laughing and 
I, you know, I said, yeah, me too. That, that would be really dumb. Well, come to find out there's a giant goat man who chases all of these boarding school girls and Storm Reed's character. And it's, I guess it's supposed to be the devil. And when that happened, my niece and I both started cracking up laughing. And from that moment, I could not take the movie seriously anymore. It reminded me of the SNL sketch, which I think Jim Brewer plays. And it's Goat Man or Goat Boy. And, you know, he talks, he tries to talk normal, but every now and then he'll go. That's what I was thinking the entire time that was happening. I could not take it seriously. And it kind of took away from the fact that the nun was supposed to be the main antagonist, but then they brought Goatman in here. It, it was just it was just really random and dumb. But overall, I still thought the film was entertaining for the most part. There were a lot of unnecessary deaths. Um, I, I, maybe not a lot, but there are two. That I was like, why did they even have to do that? One in particular is a delivery child, a child who goes around making deliveries, goes into this place and starts hearing these weird noises. And of course, as most people do in movies, they go check it out. And she finds Maurice, who was in the first one, then gets killed by by the demon character. And no one says anything about it ever again. There was literally no point except, I guess, to reveal what was going on with Maurice. But still, again, that could have happened in another way. So I, I thought I thought the violence was a little over the top at times. I guess that's what they were going for. I actually read an article saying, the director put more in when he showed it to test audiences because they wanted more violence in it, which I don't know what that says about people these days. It's a scary movie. I think it's better than the first one, even though the first one made more money. But I think with the strikes going on, a lot of movies are going to be hurt in the box office. It's still doing pretty well. So there's that. So yeah, that is The Nun 2. And they do hint that they are going to do another Conjuring movie. Apparently this movie will be called The Conjuring Last Rites. So that's coming up. I'm assuming it's going to have something to do with the exorcism of Maurice. And if you watch The Nun, you watch The Nun 2, you'll get what I'm talking about. And I think that's what they're going with in The Conjuring Last Rites. I'm going to go ahead and give my rating for this movie. Again, I thought it was enjoyable. It's not the greatest thing in the world. A lot of these movies that I've been seeing just aren't doing it for me. So I'm going to give The Nun 2 a 3.5 out of 6 stars. And our next homework assignment, I do believe Katie is seeing this film, so she will be joining me next episode. And that movie is A Haunting in Venice, another Agatha Christie-inspired movie. But I did not know this. 
A Haunting in Venice is not the name of an Agatha Christie book. This movie is actually based on an Agatha Christie book called Halloween Party. So I did not know that. Little fun fact just for you. And to end this episode of The Nun 2, in the great words of Goat Boy, Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the Movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you want us to watch, feel free to contact us at nadieandkatie@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.